Yo. Oh, fucking Tom. <laughs> hey, exactly, bro. Hey, we got the bitch that work. That's all that matters. I'm straight. Yeah, it's good. Facts, facts, facts. Am I, am I coming through? Yeah, you good. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right. All right, cool. So what are we on? You, you ready? Yeah, right. I'm. I'm ready, nigga. All right, man. But gonna get the intro going. You gonna introduce yourself? I'll introduce myself, and then you bring up like the first topic or whatever, right? All right, like shit. But hey, because low key, I wanted to let you start because you know you my guest, you my guest of honor. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll. Shit, let me let me let me get my composure real quick. All right. <clears throat> ah, all right, all right. All right. Yo, what up, guys? Welcome to the Zay Coleman podcast. I'm a special guest, Narayan. Zay, introduce yourself. It's your podcast. <laughs> all right. So y'all know it's you know y'all y'all know the boys Zay Coleman here yes, with sir. the man, the myth, the legend. Even though he introduced himself. I figured I'd give him an introduction to just because he's my boy. Narayan Lasley, bro. Genuinely one of the best hoopers out there. League this man for real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, allegedly baby Giannis out here, apparently. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly baby Giannis. Even though for the, coming up basically for five years at this point, I've been saying you're baby KD. You want to be baby Giannis bad, so bad. Man, I, bro, I've I've been getting compared KD and Giannis like my whole life, bro. Like, like e- e- even when I wasn't like six foot yet, bro. Like middle school, they're like, oh my god, like you're baby KD. And then I grew up, it's like, dude, you're Giannis. Like all you do is drive. You you're just a paint masher. And then I added a jumper. They're like, bro, you're like a mix of KD and Giannis, bro. Exactly. Like I said, literally from the day I first saw saw you, who was basically when we was at Pontiac. I knew you was baby KD for real. Because, you, like, your game at that point was mostly mid-range. You was mostly a mid-range killer because, you know, that was basically all they had you do at Pontiac. Yeah, but, bro. But once you was able to spread your wings and you was, like, the top dog, that's when you started to get the, like, when you had the all-around game, bro. Exactly, bro. But I'm still got a lot of work to do. I know. and But, hey, you going to get there. For real. like I said, bro, sure. you, cause you gonna put you put in the work, you put in the work to get this far. I know you can put in just that extra effort. You gonna get there though. Oh God, bro. Shit, same same goes for you, bro. You pushing out episodes like babies, bro. Like <laughs> I, I, I nah, like I fuck with it heavy, bro. Cause the problem I have with my podcast is consistency, bro. Yeah. Like and I, you, I have to give my flowers to you, bro. You probably one of the most consistent podcast users out there right now, bro. Like, yeah, like e- even, even when shit get like get hard, bro. Cause, cause I know, bro, like yeah. you got to find like a certain drive and motivation, like keep doing it, bro. Because like, we don't start off making money for podcasts, right? Nah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm literally, I ain't made a dime yet. Exactly, bro. So, so it's just like, you just talking, just giving your opinions to, especially Cause some niggas be faking, don't even be watching the shits. So it's not like you getting like 
thousands of views or whatever. So yeah. like maybe you you talking to like your audience, your target audience. Yeah. But like, bro, just keep staying consistent, bro. Cause I promise your time gonna come, bro. Hey man, I appreciate that for real. Cause like I have been talk- I talked to a homeboy of mine and I was like literally going through that that specific being specific, the breakout players list. I had little to no motivation to put that out. Because literally it's twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I really want to go to sleep so bad. But he was like, Nah, you gotta you gotta put out something today. So it's like, all right, I'll I'll pick I'll and you can hear it in the episode. I'm 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 done. I'm ready to fall asleep to the point I literally fell asleep in the gym where I was recording it. But I literally fell asleep in there because I was done after I couldn't move out. I literally my motivation it, it, it's, had, it's I, hard, bro. Because I'm it's like difficult, I don't want. Exactly, because like I didn't want to sit for 25 minutes talking about how Shimizu Metu was going to be a good backup for the Kings, like that, like nobody, <laughs> yeah, like bro. I didn't know, nobody, nobody really wants to sit there and listen to that, and I didn't want to sit there and talk about it. But at the end of the day, I knew I, I had to get right. something out. But all in all, like you know, outside of that, I've I've been pretty motivated when it comes to the pod, man, for real. especially you know. Just chilling, just chilling, man. Like literally, I just be chilling out here. You know, exactly, bro. Because 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 it, it's like we you doing what you love, bro. You talking about basketball, like it, it's yeah. it, it's it's so easy when you have love and passion for something, bro. Like yeah. all the work shit goes out the window, bro. It's like niggas exactly. like, bro. I just I just like I just don't like it, bro. Like for instance, basketball niggas niggas just hate running up and down. I'm like, bro, you're losing energy, <laughs> like, bro. I, I'm I'm game. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Jesus Christ. That that was weird. That was genuine. bro. This this anchor shit is so weird, bro. Exactly. Like trying to get more than one person on a podcast is the most difficult thing about it. It, it really is, bro. Like even when we tried to do the uh, the kids of culture shit, like the first time we tried, that was painful. Bro, I, I didn't. I didn't know there was a five person limit. I started doing like the uh the YouTube Zoom calls and shit, and everybody was yeah. like, "Bro, why'd you stop? Why'd you stop anchor?" I'm like, "Dude, I I can't have more than five people." Exactly. It's like I, I have the same five opinions, and then if those people didn't show up, like some of those people, they you know we have lives, bro. We have lives to live. Yeah. So I if, like if so, I just expect them to be relied on when they weren't didn't make the first five. So it's like yeah. I'm, I'm like if if Matt didn't show up because I mean because he was going through some stuff his grandpa yeah, was I, going I, through some shit yeah he did we all remember that yeah, yeah. and then I, I can't I can't be like oh well Matt's not gonna come so like a uh, random person here like Kai come on like bro no Kai, Kai yeah. has a life or like Zay exactly. come on like you yeah. you you have shit you got to do like we all got shit we got to do bro yeah man. and even at that point. Like that point, I still had a job. Like you know, yeah, I was, bro. I was still working. I was still working the six, six plus hours. But like at the end, of the, at the end of the day, though, like you know, but that I appreciate that you know, y'all y'all did y'all y'all for the you know for the little time y'all did do it. Y'all y'all was putting up bangers. Like it was genuinely some of the most entertaining stuff. Of my day, bro. When I was we, we, bro, I have to get back to that. I loved it, bro. 
Like I did too. Man. I bro, I gotta get back on it, bro. And it would be a blessing to have you on one of those episodes, bro. Or oh, you know, couple, I'm bro. available. See, I'm available now, dog. Like I ain't got nothing else. To make. Outside of going to the gym, bro, I don't really do nothing else now. Like you know, I ain't working no more. So you know, I'm you know, you hit me up no matter what time because I'm gonna be awake. Chances up, chances I'm gonna be up. So, like, facts, bro. <laughs> it's like I, you know, I'm like I'll be available if y'all need me. That's all. Bet that. So, and we, if we even if we do like some, you know, something collab with my podcast and something for kids of culture, like that's something that you know I'd definitely be into. Oh yeah, we definitely gonna talk about that for sure. Yeah. So, as a surprise. I am going to let you pick the first topic because, like I said, chances are we might be here a minute. Who knows? Honestly, mm-hmm. who knows how much? What is that? Who knows? So I'm going to let you pick the first topic because I know we, chances are you, you might have something to talk about. If not, I, you know, I didn't really come prepared. I didn't really write. So I, we could just freelance this, honestly. This is the All first right, podcast man. I didn't write notes for. <laughs> hey, th- those be kind of like the best ones. You just sitting there improvising. Yeah. Like, Sitting there for two hours trying to come up with Pascal Siakam trades ain't really fun. But we could just talk about something stupid. <laughs> bro, like, it, it honestly dude. does not. Be. Speak, speaking, okay, okay, speaking of like Pascal Siakam and everything, I, I do have a question yes. for you. Yes. Do do you think, okay, because I personally think. And I, I think. I, isn't that one of the trades you like you you saw him on the Warriors because I remember listening to I had I had I think it was it might have been Ben it was either it was Ben or Pascal I had going to one of those two I had going to the Warriors I think it yeah. was Pascal because like okay I but tra- very very unpopular opinion because I'm glad you yeah. mentioned Ben because I was just about to say this yeah I, I see a three-team trade with in, including the Raptors Sixers and Warriors so, I, I got yeah. Pascal going to the Sixers, Ben going to the Warriors, and Wiggins or Ubre, one of those in a package, going to the Raptors. And I don't, I don't know why, because the Raptors, they stacked up on guards. Like, fucking they got Malachi mm-hmm. Flynn, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. I mean, they just got rid of Kyle Lowry. It- they got and they got Goran. Terrence Davis. Like it's crazy that Toronto does have a lot of guards and they, and again have Gary Trent and in the trade that I had yesterday they get Buddy Hield in the trade which again they don't exactly. they probably like get Gary Trent like bro and, and you also yeah. have to think about it like and okay I, I'm I'm gonna say something after this but yeah. um you also have to think about it like this Toronto has a lot of guards and a lot of wings but not a lot of like big man depth they have. Yeah. Chris Boucher. Yeah. Um, and then they they just signed uh Kim Birch also from Orlando. Yeah, Kim um he 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 was like he's really tough on the magic. He really was. He was their best basically their best defender for a time. Yeah, when Jonathan Isaac was out. Yeah, when John when Isaac was out, he was definitely their best defender. Okay, but speaking on the Raptors. Yeah. I, I do think Scotty Barnes was a good pick, but I just don't know why they picked him when they have OG Ananobi. That's exactly what I said in the in my first round grade. When I graded that that draft class, I'm thinking you have Scotty Barnes, 
you probably will keep Pascal at least at the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, because if nobody's throwing him offers right now, there's no way he's going to get traded yeah. by the time of the season because most of they're already grading teams post free agency right now. Like, exactly. The season hasn't even started yet. It's not post free agency until the season starts or the free agency yeah. deadline actually ends. Yeah, but when you think honestly, when you think about it, Outside of Ben Simmons, nobody is in trade. Nobody is in trade talks with anybody right now. Exactly. Like, but I, like, I don't. I don't like. Let's be honest. I don't even think Ben Simmons is going to get traded because I don't think he is either. And I, and really I, I think management is to blame because they fall for this shit every year. They see a Ben Simmons workout video and they're like, <laughs> "Well, well, we think he's developed. Like he he's gotten a lot better. He's starting to shoot more. He was doing the yeah. same shit last year in the same gym. I literally it, no, it, it was the exact same gym." Literally, he was doing this like pe- people saw him shooting. They're like, "Oh my God, Ben Simmons was a yep. jumper now." He yep. coming and fucking, and you see uh Chris, the Chris Johnson hoops under the uh in the comment section. Like, yeah, that's my gym. He's like, yeah, we know it's your gym because we saw that gym in 2018 too. Yeah, like, nigga, it, it's it's been the same every year, bro. Ben Simmons literally had a hit. Ben Simmons' prime was literally his rookie year. Basically, what's basically bro has, his, bro has been a, a 16, 8, and 8, a 14, 8, and 8 player for his whole career. His entire career. And he has not the only the only thing I could see he has improved in is his defense. But with his defense oh, yeah. improving, his aggressiveness is, is slowly starting to slow down, bro. Like yep. Ben Simmons on on the the trajectory we have for Ben Simmons for that good rookie year he actually had. He should be averaging – he should be in the 20s right now. He should be a 20-point-per-game score. First of all, because his jump shot should have developed. They should have locked him in a gym and been like, you have to make a 1,000 shots, and then you get to leave. This is the your job. Thing, you, are, you are under contract. Mm-hmm. The same thing they, they did with uh with Markel, basically. Yeah, they, they, they made him shoot free throws. Until he got – until he almost died, basically. And then that's when he started to get become a much better shooter. And now in Orlando, he's fucking. Exactly. No Which I, I think was a huge mistake letting go of Markel. Because here's the thing. They let him go for free. Hey, bruh. You, yes. you, I guarantee you can't tell me what they got back from Markel Fultz. I, I, I can't. Guarantee. I, I guarantee. Like, I'm, I'm thinking hard about it right now because as soon as – as soon as his name got brought up, I was thinking, what the fuck did the Sixers get back in the Orlando Magic trade? I'll tell you exactly what they got back. Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, because I do remember. Jonathan Simmons had a great run. He he was great. He had a good run. Exactly. Like, and and people, people thought he was, you know, baby Braun. And then once he got paid, ain't did nothing. He ain't, I, made- I heard him since, bro. Because I, I, exactly. I do remember that trade. Yep, and I, I'm, I literally thought I literally said to I forgot what I forgot who I was talking to at the time. It might have been it might have been my boy Chris. I'm like, they gave up on a 20 year old Markel Fultz for Jonathan Simmons and cash considerations. 20 years old. It's keep in mind it was the first pick in a draft. Yeah, you're, you're still a first pick. People and and this is this is uh like a common misconception nowadays. Because I feel like LeBron and, like, Carl Anthony Towns, like, type of number one picks started this. Yeah. Yeah. Even Zion. You have – you have, yeah, and Zion too. Yes, yes, yes. You either have a good rookie year, like, like rookie year talk, like type, like, 
20 points per game. You're expected to come in and automatically produce, bro. Exactly. That's so much – like, people develop – like, like an example I like to use is Lonzo Ball. Lonzo, when he first came in, he was – he had a, like, decent to good first year. Second year was kind of rocky. Third year was very fucking rocky. Fourth year, he's starting to see improvement. Exactly. And that's what he got paid. Yeah, bro. Like, it it takes time. Literally, you don't – in the NBA, you don't usually touch your prime or close to your peak until, like, year six, year seven. Exactly. Like, around around the ages of, like, 25 to 28, that's, Mm -hmm. that's like, usually a player's player's prime. And you – and to, you know, to piggyback off the Lonzo stuff, you like I use I again another example I use because and it's a recent one because a he's on my team and b it's you know it's a, a wide misconception that you know he's one of the worst players in the league because he had a terrible rookie year, but it's Killian Hayes, and you know yes. you look at his his numbers and you say oh well he's he looks like a bust from the start. But when you genuinely watch him play, it's, bro, it, the eye test, bro, Killian is nice, bro. Exactly. But, but I, I feel like his, he's like his, like, he has a ceiling. is going to get ruined. Yeah. Because, because Cade. Uh, we, yep. Because we drafted another point guard. And D- didn't y'all sign are, another? Nah, I don't. Yeah. Y'all didn't. Yeah. We had resigned. We had resigned Saving Luke. Yeah. Who was, who played decent, decent, I guess, last year as a back, as a backup point guard. Mm hmm. Three year, three year deal. We, like I said, we're, we're stop and here's, we're basically the Toronto Raptors 2.0 where we build three really good point guards and a ridiculous amount of wings. Bro, Sadiq Bay. Would you, would Jer- you, okay. Jer- yeah. yeah, Jeremy Grant. I, I still don't even exactly. know how Jeremy Grant's going to fit in with the team next year, bro. Here's like, the thing. I've been want. I honestly want him traded because he's his value is honestly going to. It's not going to. It's be an all time high. Yes, exactly. He you averaged can, what twenty four points a game last year. Exactly. You can get a first round pick out of Jeremy Grant right now. Whether Bro, it's a, I, or, not even a not even one first, you could get a couple of first round picks out of Jeremy Grant. Exactly. Especially if they're from a contender, like like say like the Lake. Um, I wouldn't even use like as an example, but like say like. Phoenix, if they wanted to throw like Jay Crowder and a couple first round picks, they probably could. In all honesty, they probably yeah. Could. And honestly, Outlet. they need they need to start like thinking we need to build around Cade. What are the best yep. options for Cade? And yep, because y- y- Cade, y- y- y'all also drafted, and, which I think was a very good draft pick, Luca Garza. Absolutely, I like steep. that. I specifically like the pick at fifth, like literally in the, the early mid fifties. I like where we picked them up at. Yeah, because, that that's what I said. Now I, I yeah. don't I don't necessarily think that he should have been a first round pick. I don't either. But for, for where y'all picked them up at, I think that was a steal because I don't think there's fifty four players better than Luca Cole in this fucking in this draft, draft class in that draft class. And like and even like because you you look at it and like he it's a it's a win win situation for Detroit. If he pans out, we got a really solid pick at fifty two or fifty four. Exactly, fifty two. But if he doesn't pan out, he was only the fifty second pick. Nobody really cares. Anyway. Exactly, bro. You you don't. Detroit doesn't lose anything from this because a lot of fifty second picks don't pan out. First of all, exactly. a lot of fifty second picks don't make it past five years in the league. 
none, basically none, none of them except Isaiah Thomas. That's yeah. basically the only, only exception. But exactly like, and another really solid move I think is under. It, I wouldn't say underrated because nobody really talks about it. It's just nobody really talks about it. Us picking up Kelly Olynyk isn't terrible because a. That's stretch the floor, bro. I I don't don't, don't think y'all had any bigs outside of maybe Luca if he's like ready to stretch the floor. Yeah, and any bigs that could really like stretch the floor, also defend a little bit. Absolutely not, because Isaiah Stewart is still pretty raw. I I like him, but I I love Isaiah Stewart. He's very athletic, but he's he he gives me like heavy Rashawn Holmes vibes, bro. Honestly. And like you know, I I kind of hate the Ben Wallace. Comp- like Ben became That's an right. all-time great, yeah. And yeah. obviously, same city. You know, it like I I just it, I don't really like the comparison. Right. I, if he if he pans out to be a Ben Wallace, I genuinely would like that. Like, because as Ben Wallace that can shoot, bruh, come on. In that this would, NBA, oh my goodness, yes, bro. This would that's a steal. That's a steal if anything, but. Again, like, you know, Jaleel Okafor, like, don't know why he's collecting a check on the Pistons. I don't I don't know why Jaleel Okafor is still in the league. This is not 1980 anymore, bro. Exactly. Like, J- if J- he came in about five years early or five years earlier, I think he would have been one of the best centers in the league for a time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, if he came in around, like, boogie in them, I think he would have been one of the best centers in the league. He definitely would have been in that conversation because after his rookie year, yeah, major decline. Terrible. Like he could literally, and it does it doesn't help that he was on a team that drafted two centers the previous two years. Yeah, fucking Nolan Noel and Joel Embiid. Exactly. Still had Rashawn Holmes on the roster. Was signing like Henry Sims and shit. Like they had way hell. They had. I think they had Jeremy Grant too. They did have Jeremy Grant. He was a second round pick that same year. Yeah. A second round pick, and then Robert Covington was still on the team again. Yeah, like it, it was just it just too it much, bro. Mess. And then I'm pretty sure they drafted Ben Simmons that year too. Yeah, like, like the the year after yeah. they drafted Jaleel Okafor. They, they uh, really, cause I think, because I think, yeah, yeah, they drafted Jaleel Okafor. Then they went ten and seventy two. Yep, and that's how they got, got the ben. first pick. Yep, that's how they got Ben. And then. <laughs> they really, really messed up a lot of their picks. When you think about it, the process was a joke. I, I never really the, trusted the process. Nobody trusted the process. This, this is a very—I I wouldn't even say it's unpopular, but I feel like, first of all, Joel Embiid made him a supermax contract. Exactly, because you know this and, organization. And he's he's five- wasting his career. They do not care about. God damn. Good luck. <laughs> Please, audience, whoever's anyway. listening to this, bear with us. Jesus. All right. So, yeah, Ben Simmons and Philly. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it really is. I feel like Philly just needs to blow it up. Blow it up before it, it gets any worse. It, and that's the thing. There's, there's no, they're going nowhere. They know they're going nowhere. They, they've literally, they literally had their best season of the process. Joel yeah. Embiid, he should have probably, if he didn't get injured, he would have been the MVP. Which, okay. and I think, I think they need to fire their trainer 
Because the way oh, these niggas keep getting injured, bro. In like, the bro. worst time. The, at the worst possible time, they always Exactly. Get like, right before the playoffs, right when they're trying to make yeah. a run for, like, the – I mean, they I, they were the first seed this year, right? Yeah, they were the first seed. They beat – was it uh, – dang, who did they play this year? Who did they beat in the first round? I forgot um, who they played. I don't, hold on, let me was remember. It Indy, was it Indiana? It, it was the, 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 the bottom of the Eastern Conference was such a joke this year. I think it, it might have oh been Indiana. I, I think it was, too. What? Wait, wait. No, because I think Indiana lost in the play-in. I remember off the Hornets, but I don't remember what happened in the second game. Anyway, they they swept the they swept the AC. Whoever whoever was the AC. Oh, it was Washington. It was Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. I'm like, Jesus it, Christ. It was, was it was it a gentleman sweep? Yeah, yeah. It was a gentleman sweep. Yeah, was, I do it, remember them yeah, winning they, one game. They, yep. They won one in DC. But also, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, a gentleman sweep to the Wizards. You think up oh, Philly might actually be decent this year, and then they go out and lose not to Trey Young, not to John Collins. They lost to Kevin Herter. Bro, that series was such a disappointment to watch. In- first of all, I, I don't, I don't even think Atlanta should have made it out of the first round. They really shouldn't have. That Knicks team was built to go deep. Honestly, that yeah, Knicks team that, Nick, that Knicks something. team was literally defense, grit, and hustle, bro. Yep, and you had, and they, it's just that new, new that Atlanta took advantage of the one mismatch they had. And that was with D Rose guarding uh, Trey Young because D Rose yeah. just couldn't keep up. But at the same time, like that's that's New York's fault for not putting like RJ or something somebody on a Trey Young because when I, RJ, I, I, I don't even there, know, how, I don't even know how that would have worked, bro. I, I feel like they should have just because they they should have took Trey Young's because I've heard like game plans of the Spurs how they guarded LeBron. They take LeBron's yeah. teammates out the game. But let LeBron only do whatever, because they know LeBron's yeah. gonna get his. So and you know the Trey Youngs, the Stephs, the or whatever, they're all gonna score. You, you're not gonna stop yeah. them from scoring. But if you stop everybody else from scoring, it can't be a one man show. So I think that's where the Knicks yeah. fucked up. That's where Tom Thibodeau fucked up his defensive schemes. Instead of just keying in on Trey Young, he yep. should have found ways to eliminate Trey Young from making plays for his teammates. And then Trey Young sure. would have had to do everything himself, but he would eventually mm-hmm. get tired, and the Knicks would move the ball on the other end of the floor. Yeah. They'd be playing as a team while Trey Young trying to. Agree, Shadow. Agree. Because in in that same in that same sentiment, like the amount of times we saw Trey Young alley oops to Clint Capella, like was ridiculous. Like you. It, it I was, get that you you oh know play up, play up on Trey Young because he has an elite an elite floater. I get that, but at the same time, again, you can eliminate a Clint Capella a a by a, attacking him on your offensive end while also being like physical with him on your on the defensive end. Like it's it, I wouldn't say it's that and not exactly. that difficult Clint because Capella, Clint Capella in that series should have been in foul trouble. Julius Randle should have been exactly literally. He Julius Randle was trying to take too many mid range jumpers, flopping. You know, D Rose should have been. I mean, D Rose was aggressive, but not as aggressive as we know he can be getting to the rim because those type of small guys with the big names they're going to get those calls. Exactly. That 
I'm so glad you said that. Because I literally was sitting here thinking, like, Trey Young is going to if, – if you key in on Trey Young, he's going to be getting those foul calls every single time. Exactly. No, you just know he's going to be getting those fouls. And if you're going to – if he's going to get the foul call, make it worth the foul call. Like, put him, put him on his butt, bro. Put him on his ass. Exactly. Like, Don't let him get no and ones. He's getting he's getting and one floaters. Exactly. Uh, like, I mean, if you, if, if you go foul him, like like, like and that's like Detroit that's the problem with Michael Jordan guards. his ass, bro. Exactly. Use Jordan rules on Trey Young. The Jordan rules have to be on Trey Young. Like only it's forcing to his left. Honestly, and when I think about those type of players like the Dre, the Trey Youngs, the James Hardens, even like D Wade back in the day, how he used to draw a lot of fouls. If you're gonna yep. foul those type of players because you know they're gonna be good at drawing fouls, foul the yeah. shit out of them, bro. So if you jump up, come down with like a hammer, bro. Like mm-hmm. there should be no way he's like, scoring, gaining that momentum. Make him earn it from yep. the stripe. Even if they call it like some petty ass flagrant on it, again. Make it work. At least, you know, put like a Taj Gibson who you know is not going to contribute much onto the floor. Just put him on the floor to put a, a Trey Young on his ass. Like, because Taj Gibson would do something like that. That's like, again, like, again, you look at it in hindsight, that's, you know, it, six, you know, six, eight months ago or whatever. Probably not, not even that long. Probably like four. Yo. Yo. You dial me, dog? Good Lord. <laughs> Let's try this one more time. If this is not working, if this is not working, we might have to rain check, bro. Yeah. Like, I, luckily, they have. I have them saved, so, like, you know, the audio is still there. But... Right. It's... Anchor being anchored, that's all. Or it's, yeah. it might be one of our connections, honestly. It might shit. It might be mine, to be honest. Because I'm outside. So. Nah, the problem was somebody called me and then I declined oh. the call and then it just canceled out my audio. Just anchor being anchor, like you said. Because I don't uh, know why the fuck it would cancel out my audio because I'm not on the phone with them. True. Because so. it, it might, it might, it might read that you're on the phone with me. Yeah. Like on, like from anchor, the it iPhone. might read it as a phone call. Yeah, I might read it as a phone call. Yeah, that shit's stupid. Yeah. Damn, what was he talking about? How, how <laughs> they should foul the shit out of Trey Young and how it should be oh, yeah, Josh yeah. Gibson out of all people on the Knicks. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, send, send like, Taj Gibson to put Trey Young on his ass, bro. Like, that's kind of – like, again, because that's Taj Gibson's role, basically. If he's going to be your defensive anchor, let him be your defensive anchor. That's that's one way to anchor a defense is by putting the star on their ass. Like, yeah, bro. Fucking what? Yeah. Like and and then Mitchell Robinson, bro. Oh my goodness. I think he was hurt. If I'm not mistaken, he was. I think he, he was. He, it, and it pisses me off because Mitchell Kurt, Robinson makes the Knicks so much better. Exactly. And like while Nerlens Noel was really good for them, imagine having a second really good defensive big man. Exactly. Especially if he's a foul machine, he could put Trey Young on his ass. We know he's a foul machine, but like at the same time, let him use the foul machine. He really is very much of a clumsy. Like two of his games, like it's the playoffs. 
yeah. That's kind of his basketball. If if you that's, if you want to win, his, yeah, it, it's basketball, bro. It's the playoffs. That's especially if you're the Knicks, because let's be honest, do we think the Knicks will ever reach that type of in the next five years? I feel like that's going to be the pinnacle nope. of the next five years for the Knicks. Yeah, they're not going to get past like because you you think in five years Brooklyn is still going to maybe be really good what, because the Knicks they, were the fourth seed. So you got yeah, the Brooklyn. You got you got you Brooklyn got, who's back. Got Milwaukee. Milwaukee, who's still in their prime, basically. Unfortunately, all, the 76ers. For give or take, the Philly will be back somehow. Somehow they will be back in their contention. Atlanta is coming up. You Atlanta's know, coming up. Now you got the and, Bulls to worry about. Exactly. The Bulls are really good now. And even younger teams like like a D, uh, I don't want to use Detroit because that sounds biased, but Detroit has a team that's coming up. Cleveland yes. might have an identity no, this year. No, <laughs> they no, might. No, again, depends on how no. is, depends on how the young guys go. Look, I know. bro, this this is the problem, bro. <laughs> Kevin if, Love is if Darius Garland. If, first of all, Kevin Love is still on the roster. If that nigga couldn't play for Team USA, don't let that nigga play for the fucking Cleveland Cavaliers. If, exactly. yeah, first of all, you weren't even supposed to be getting minutes on Team USA. You might as well just fucking <laughs> stay there and practice. Just, yeah, matter of fact, just, just, yeah, like Kevin Love, just fucking retire, nigga. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Like, you're, you're, saying that wasting your, you're wasting your time, bro. Like, go spend some time with your kids. Like, I put, I put it, I put him on the, like, when I answered your question about the top five power forward, I put him in the conversation specifically for the first eight-ish, nine years of his career. And I literally said, the last two years of Kevin Love basketball, have been so sad to watch. Bro. Some of the worst basketball I've ever watched from, from, yeah, for anybody ever, any like league ever, ever like a, whether PB or a, pro. A, a old man. He like, really and, does, and, then, and, he, and then, uh, it people, doesn't help that people were like already old man. Like Kevin Love is out of shape. He can't shoot no more. He can't rebound because he's yeah. you know. First of all, he was already undersized. Kevin Love is about six. Exactly. He's like as a power forward in, in the NBA. As a slow six eight power forward doesn't last that long. He, he's not. Him. He's not any type. He's bro. Kevin Love is not in basketball shape, let alone NBA. He's shape. not. He's he not. Just, like, and nobody would have a problem if he just hung him up, bro. Like he has a Ooh. ring. He got yeah. some a rebounding champs. Like uh, I said, he's he's got the accolades where if he retires now. He can look back at his career and say, I did enough to be at least in contention or in some sort of recognition as a Hall of Famer. Like, again, right. yeah, he, you, he can look at his career and say, I could be happy with 90% of what I did on the floor. But if he just keeps con- collecting a check, he's going to look back and say, man, I should have retired earlier. Than I, 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 did. I, I don't think because his contract is in it soon. Yeah, I think it's they, this might be the final year his because he, yeah, signed, with, he signed. Think, he he signed he signed uh right before LeBron left. Okay, so yeah, this this would be the last year his. This, this is his contract year, which I see as yeah. him being his last year, not only with the Cavs but in the NBA. I agree with that also because chances are, no, teams are going to look at what he's done in the last two years and and say, why should he be on the roster over? You know, such and such power forward who's 25 can shoot, athletic can jump out the gym, and even though if he's raw, he's like a Stanley Johnson. Like that's a name. I, that's the first name that came to mind. Yeah, that's the name because like 
you say Cleveland, it looks at Johnson Kevin Love. Rawson and Kevin Love. Yeah, because at the end of the day, even though Stanley Johnson, I, as a Pistons fan, I say he genuinely sucked when he played for us. He's at least 25 raw and has some sort of, like, something he can bring to a, a team. What yeah, I don't know what strong, Kevin Love He could defend. He could rebound. Yeah. Yeah, he plays defense, which something in Cleveland they desperately need because your oh backcourt, your backcourt is literally the backcourt is literally like people compare the backcourt to the to the Blazers, Trailblazers, but yeah, yeah. like o- only reason I compare them to the Trailblazers is because they're all offense. They can't play a defense. That's basically what it is. D- Dame, neither can Darius so much of his energy on the offensive end. So they can't, they, bro. That he, Darius Garland is like, nice, yeah. but Darius Garland is also yeah. like five eleven. Yeah, Col- he's, he's going to get babies. Col- Colin Sexton is too busy chucking up shots on one end of the floor, but doesn't bring that Where same intensity on the other end of the floor. Yeah, and here's what makes me laugh so much. People look at that one clip of his where he is like he, you know, he uh, basically uh, like up. Yeah, he he exactly like he hulks up and you know all of a sudden locks down on defense and they say he's a good defender, but in reality, this man has like one of the worst de- defensive efficiencies in the league. Like, yes. what genuinely one of the worst I, defenders? I, honestly, in the honestly, it's not even he's a bad defender; it's his effort, bro. Yeah, he puts in no effort because again, he's chucking up twenty shots a game. On, exactly on on the other end, and and, and, shooting, and, like, and it's hard and it's hard for people to accept that. Darius Garland is already better than Colin Sexton. Stats say otherwise, but if you but, watch the games, Colin Sexton yeah. is literally shooting. Yeah, yeah he averaged twenty four points a game. But notice how he didn't get any type of All Star votes or All Star considerations from the media, because it's similar to what a Devin Booker type situation when he first came in, where he was putting up numbers, but at the end of the day, it kind of it looks like empty stats out there. Like you could tell genuinely, it wasn't much. It had little to no effort on how Cleveland does, or yeah, Cleveland does at the end of the season, where they're the 14th seed, looking at Sacramento and like, are we worse than that team, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and, and and I think Cleveland could put up 110 points, but give up 120 they're, a night. That's being generous, to be honest with you. That's and being generous. It it really is, because you got you you got to think about it. You got Jared Allen; he's gonna get his 10 and 10. Yeah, um, Isaac Okoro is going to get his little thirteen. Yeah, fucking Darius Garland and Colin Sexton are going to combine for like probably forty a is, night, 40, 40 50, 50. Yeah, that's and then you what? Would, that that's okay. Let's so let, like, let's actually do the math. Let's have to do the math. That's four positions out of the five because yeah, you got you know, Torrey they, Prince. He's going to give you like seven, eight points a game, if that. It, yeah, <laughs> I about to say even Ooh, if boy. that. Yeah. So you got that's seven. Like, I'll give eleven from Jared Allen. That's eighteen. You got fifty yeah, from the motherfucking. Yeah. This is sixty-eight. So that's about then, sixty-eight. You got thirteen from a quarter. That's eighty-one. Yeah. And then there's guaranteed to be at least like twenty points yeah. off the bench. So that's at least a hundred points. Between like game. Dylan Windler and like whoever. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah give or take a hundred points a game. But so, also giving up 110 to 120 points a game. Again, most most nights because they ain't playing a look outside of maybe Isaac Coro ain't playing a lick of defense. Yeah, Jared Allen is supposed to be this 
godly ass defensive anchor, which I was so pissed when I seen they pay him five years, a hundred million dollars, bro. Here's my thing. They paid him a hundred million dollars right after they drafted Evan Mobley. And again, That's what they, I said, and they're trying to play Evan Mobley at the four, bro. Evan Mobley is raw. Exactly. They say, oh, he, he might develop a jump shot in the coming years. What is the coming years? Because if, by the time Colin Sexton's out, get Darius Garland hits his prime and Jared Allen becomes almost unplayable because he has a ceiling. Like, what does in the coming years mean to, you know, the Cavaliers where they're still – Five years later, they're the 12th, 13th seed because either teams at their prime or up-and-coming teams are much, much better than you. Oh, don't tell me you died out of me again, dog. No. Hello. Yo. All right, this 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 is for real. All right, we like I said, we you know we, we got almost fifty minutes in, so like you know. Yeah. Hey, any? Yeah. Honestly, probably the the longest episode I have. So I appreciate you for that one. Yeah, but hey, but basketball talk. Yeah, it's something serious, bro. You can't really like stop. You you go you branch from like team to team exactly. and player to player. Yeah, like yeah. how like I I just I just want to touch back on the point on why Cleveland and Kobe Altman and Kobe Altman is probably by far the, the worst GM in basketball. I would two hundred percent agree with you on that because first of all the the Kevin Porter oh my that situation I remember when it first happened. You couldn't have saved him a locker. Exactly. They, they literally, they like, literally could have, like, like how the Rockets did. They sent him to the G League. He was the leading scorer, and then came back and scored. This nigga's doing the same shit. Fifty. Yeah. Literally, 50. Kevin Porter would. You put Kevin Porter on the Cavs right now. I bold take. I don't give a damn. Kevin Porter on the Cavs right now is the best player there. I would I wouldn't disagree. I would not disagree because if you look at it. I mean, but between between players, him and yeah. Darius Garland, yeah. Like, if, if imagine like Colin Sexton was trading instead of Porter, they'd honestly be in a much better situation because a you don't have to pay Colin Sexton or you don't have to pay Kevin Porter Jr. right now. You know, you can wait a couple years to see if he pay like really does pan out. Oh hell, I'm here. Alright, I'm about to say, don't tell me we cutting out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you can see, because the upside of keeping a Kevin Porter Jr. over Colin Sexton, A, you get basically the same production, but for basically two more years, because KPJ doesn't have to be paid right now. And you also... They provide so much more than Colin Sexton, bro. Yeah, like, and again, honestly, KPJ is probably a better playmaker, too. And again, he is has a yes, shown, he is. He is. He is a, he is a James Harden 2.0 in my opinion. Like again, God, and that might I've been be, saying this forever. I've been saying this since <laughs> he was with Cleveland. Yeah, like he really does have the James Harden game for real. And honestly, and it doesn't help that he's playing for the Rockets right now. It really doesn't help that because yeah. God, 
look, the young talent they have on that team is ridiculous. The Rockets could literally, if 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 Daryl Morey, he's their GM, right, or he is the Sixers GM, or he's a Philly. Yeah, I, I forgot yeah, who they. Yeah. Just, I forgot who they just brought in. Because I, I remember Daryl Morey was the Rockets GM. Yeah, but um, Daryl Morey wouldn't have made this shit happen. I'm no saying. hell no. He would not. He would not no. have made this. No, because <laughs> after after that shit where they had PJ Tucker running the fucking center and they <laughs> traded Clint, Cab- that the bro, that is one of the funniest moves in basketball history. Primarily exactly. because it is it is like Russell Westbrook and James Harden season to finally prove something. Finally, go yeah. out and beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. They're in the yeah. bubble struggling because PJ Tucker is guarding Anthony Davis, ninety-four exactly. feet. Exactly. Now, why the fuck? And then you wonder why they both wanted out because it's, I mean PJ Tucker's a great player, but PJ Tucker's not a center. He's not. He's barely a power forward. He was playing like, small I even, forward. I was about to say he's a small forward. He was playing small forward for the Bucks, and they had him running center, guarding Anthony Davis. First, he had the guardy, and then he and, and, that, and then and then everybody talking about the bullshit excuse. Oh, it spaces out the floor for James Harden and Russell Westbrook to operate because Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Clint Capella is that consistent though. He's not consistent enough to be a forty plus percent three point shooter on um, to space out for Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Robert Covington. No, like, it, yeah, and then they had Rocco running the fucking big whenever PJ Tucker was out the game. And you again, you wonder, but why he is not. Exactly, and you wonder why JaVale McGee had one of the runs of his career playing uh, in a role. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. And I, I just don't get it, man. Like, now now, what the fuck are they going to do when they have Robert Covert to guard Joel Embiid in the clutch? Exactly. Or, or, or P.J. It, Tucker. P.J. Tucker guarding Nikola Jokic, and Nikola Jokic is literally just looking over him, ready to pass the ball to Jamal Murray in the yeah. corner for a pocket three, bro. Like, hey, I, so- I, I just don't know what the fuck Daryl Moore was thinking. On, he wasn't thinking. That's the thing. Because Honestly, the only- I, I, I think he might have had, like, a personal problem with them. It's like, because that, that has to be top five worst moves ever. I Again, that... I appreciate the idea. I'm a low key actually. I'm gonna steal that. But like, oh, honestly, I, I want to be on that episode. All right, I, shoot, I, I hit you up. You know, I hit you about up. that. Yeah, yes, sir. Like, but yeah, that, <laughs> like that. You just look at you hear the names in the final: Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Daniel House, Robert Covington, and PJ Tucker. <laughs> and you expect you expect that team to roll up. Against LeBron James in a seven-game series, Anthony Davis in a seven-game series. Bro, and you got LeBron running point. Keep in mind, LeBron yeah. is the tallest player, you and put, he's taller than anybody on the that Rockets team. Yeah, LeBron's running point guard. Catavius Caldwell yeah. Pope six 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 five. He's yeah. taller than the tallest player on the Rockets right now. Fucking small yeah. forward. They had what Kuzma? Kuzma six nine six ten or some shit. Yeah, you like like six nine basically. Yeah, taller than everybody on the Rockets. Power forward, you got Anthony Davis. Unless they're running that nigga at center, which that that still boggles my mind that he doesn't want to run center. Like, uh, bro, like how soft do you have to be? Yeah, you are you are the tallest per. You are one of the bigger players in the league. But nah, I I, I want to run. You power are forward. 6'10", 270, and you want to you want to bro. 
<laughs> I wouldn't even say six ten, bro. I'd say like six eleven, seven foot, bro. Yeah, I'd say you about seven foot running power forward. Power you want to just because Nick, you, you want to be like Kobe so damn bad. <laughs> and then they that's had to go you, go get Dwight Howard, bro. Signing JaVale McGee, fucking Damian Jones. You just had they had to go get all the goddamn centers just so he doesn't have to play center. That boggles my mind, bro. It, and it, it, really, it really does now. piss me off. You look at, the, look at this team now. You got, again, another old-ass Dwight Howard, old-ass Mark Gasol. He has no choice but to run center because <laughs> – Bro, and Mark Gasol was struggling in the Nets team. People saying, yeah, oh, my God, good good defensive position. Mark Gasol plays good defense. No. 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 Seven no. years ago. All, all, off, that, off, that, off that Devin Booker and DeAndre in pick and roll, they're throwing lobs over that nigga Mark Gasol. Exactly, and, and like and people, the people, same people think, and people think Marcus All is like. It's not new. It's it's not. It's not. It, we had literally said this before he left Memphis. Before they traded him from Memphis, there's a reason why he got traded. It's because yeah, it just wasn't working. It wasn't because he was old. It was because it just wasn't working. Like his him on that team was not a good fit, and low key Memphis. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a finesse, but Memphis kind of in a way finessed Toronto in that deal because again they won the chip that year. It wasn't because of Marcus Allen, but they won. But then you look, Memphis got two really good, uh, like younger players in that deal, and Delon Wright and Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Valanciunas and Jonas Valanciunas was. Which I do not know why Memphis traded him for Steven Adams. Exactly, bro. Steven Adams, they gave up Jonas and the pick. Now he has the ability to. Exactly. Now now Jonas can stretch the floor a little bit. He, oh my God. Oh my God, bro. He's going to be, he's going to be heaven for Zion. And they, and here's the thing they don't have that coach that can run uh, two. Non-shooting big men out there that shall not be named on this show. They don't have that head coach. They don't have that head coach no more. Nope. Nope. They got. See, they got. They got a head coach that has you know some sort of competence that where two big men that can't shoot the ball shouldn't play together. It's almost like we've had this Dude, conversation. The fact that they were the fact that. God, you can't. They, I don't. I don't no, there's no team. You can't name a single team. Only team I could really think of that's won a championship with two non-shooting big men, and I can't even really I, – I, I could say the Pistons with Rashid and uh, yeah, the shoot, Even Rashid had some sort of mid-range jump. I'm about to say, he but Rash- Rashid could stretch the floor. Yeah, he had a – You he can't had, name had, a had. single championship winner where they had two non-shooting big men in the game at the, the same time. The coolest one you could possibly ever think of is that, that – 20, it was 2010, I think it was, that Lakers team, where pa- even Pau Gasol had, again, had a, some sort of a mid-range jumper on that team. Uh, like, nah, he had a, a, a very good mid-range jumper at that time. Yeah, he, like I said, he had, he had a mid-range jumper. Like, that's, that might be the closest one we get to a team. Because yeah, had- Bynum, Bynum could not shoot for shit. Bynum couldn't do shit for shit. He was just big <laughs> as hell. He was just um, big. But Bynum was one of those players that was supposed to buy Bynum. I feel like I put Bynum and Jaleel Okafor in that same, like that same bubble, bro. 
Yeah, but with Bynum, his was injuries. Ja was just he just fell out of the league. That's you couldn't really he couldn't that was just that was sort of his fault for not developing that jumper. But Bynum was his was injuries. Cause when you look at around the time that Bynum was out, like that twenty like thirteen, there Bro, was it was still oh my God. I, there were so many pictures of Andrew Bynum on a bench and in, in a suit. with that that ridiculous afro he had. Oh my god, the, that, that motherfucking god. Jerry curl, bro. Exactly, god awful suits. And God, that that became a meme. Honestly, that was like that was like a meme in twenty fifteen. I think that's the most recent picture I've seen of Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum yeah. in a suit with a whack ass Jerry curl. See you on Twitter yeah. all the time. Yeah, like that. That was his biggest. That was like literally it was the Andrew, it was the Andrew Bynum meme, bro. Was it, it was just him sitting on the bench collecting. The fat check that Philly paid him. Oh, yeah. Philly paid him. Philly paid him before he got to that. Like before he even played a game. When you think about it, because right after that is when he had the knee surgeries. Mm-hmm. Like Just, that's. But but we all know Philly's really good at Philly's really good at wasting money. Philly's really good at drafting big or getting big men that can't do shit for them. I, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. They really are good at getting yeah. big men that can't do shit. Like the the only only Phillies only really like gotten. I feel like they got lucky with Embiid, bro. They really did, and it wasn't even them that got lucky with Embiid. It was Embiid getting lucky with finding a trainer because at the end of the or not a trainer, but like a you know, like you know, some sort of co- like shooting coach. Because when he came into the league, he could not shoot. When he came to the league, like he like when he, he came was into the league, he was small too. Yeah, like he played similar to like a Clint Capella type when he was at Kansas. He sort of played the Clint Capella role. Yeah, that's that's more... why I see like that James Wiseman and Yeah, like... I could that's a really honestly a really good comparison. I could see that comparison. Where he's, you know, again, played a some somewhat similar role where he was basically the lob catching big man. And then once he gets to the league and find, you know, has a good development coach, he can you know, he finds a way that where he can stretch the floor a little bit, can put the ball on the floor somewhat. Like right. that, you know, I don't like that's honestly not terrible. That's not a terrible comparison. And God, imagine if they if Wiseman does paint out for the Warriors though. Like they Dude, have a Wiseman, future. Oh my goodness. That is scary. That cause cause they they they're they oh my god, if Kuminga is like boomer bust. Yeah, because again, if he pans out uh, again, literally, if they just pan out somewhat, if they, if you know, he like maybe like not half a, half of what everybody thinks their ceiling could be, be, they're gonna be great. Exactly, because uh, even a Moses Moody at yes. worst, is a, worst is a catch and shoot shooter. But if he can de- like develop, like I wouldn't say develop because he has it in his game. But if he's you know. He turns into a, a somewhat of a shot, an elite shot creator. shot creator. Yeah, like God, like a Devin Booker dude. type of player. Like how remember I, how Devin Booker yeah. was compared to Clay Thompson at first, but then he yeah, kind of added then, a bag, and now he's like yeah. getting these. And I was comparisons. God, bro, I don't even want to talk about that because yeah, I oh my God, that shit makes me just want to stop. Can talking. we can we let the, can we let this nigga win a ring first? It's like, <laughs> oh, actually, fuck winning a ring. Can this can this nigga get an MVP first? Can this nigga like make an all star team without having to like exactly? Can he like can he be a sub in first? Exactly, without being a sub in for a sub in. 
Think about that. He was a sub in for a sub. No, the the last two years that Devin Booker's been the All Stars because somebody got injured. Yep, and even this, yeah, this year he was a he like he was a replacement for somebody who was a replacement. Think about that. Yeah, it was like I think it was Dame Dame. I think I think it was Dame that got hurt, and then somebody else got COVID, and then that's how Devin Booker got into the game. Yeah, because what's it called? At first, they replaced Mike Conley, and then Devin Booker still didn't get in. Yeah. They, they replaced and somebody, and then um, somebody like somebody, else. somebody had Somebody had got or COVID. COVID or some stupid shit like that. Yeah. Like uh, I, was somebody it? had gotten COVID, oh, no. but I can't remember who the hell it was. It, it was Donovan Mitchell and uh, – wait, was it? No, because I remember Donovan Mitchell being in the game. I remember I remember him being in the game. Or what? Shit, maybe it wasn't Mitchell. Like, I don't know, because my memory is done right now. I have literal to no memory. Cause yeah. At, that's just my, that's just how my mind works. Like, I, like literally, as soon as we get off this call, I'll probably <laughs> remember who it was. Shit. Yeah, I probably will, too. <laughs> Honestly, like, it'd be... I'm, because, again, that's just how my mind works. But... Any point is Devin Book the Devin Booker Kobe comparisons kind of suck, bro. Like yeah, like, again, like, I, slow it, slow it down. Let, let him. He is elite. He is genuinely probably. I'd say probably, probably the second best shooting guard in the league. I like I you know that I don't think that's far off. Like saying he's the second best shooting guard. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a bad comparison. Hard. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. But when you're throwing Kobe, the you gotta remember. Kobe was undeniably the best player of his era. Think yes. about that. Like, yes. Him Kobe, and Kobe, Kobe was one of a kind. Exactly. Nobody touched Kobe in his prime. Nobody touched him in his prime. I'm talking from like from the time that Shaq got traded until basically when the team imploded, which is like 2013 or whatever. That, right. That was – until that point, that was, that was Kobe's time. Kobe was the best player in the league. Well, I, w- no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like from from like until 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 LeBron. I I I'd, I'd say like 2010. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, like 2011 because tw- 2010 was still Kobe's year. Yeah, that was the year he won. That's when he won the ring. That's when he won the championship. And then, mm. like right after that, that's when LeBron had gone to Miami and. You know, that's when he turned like he turned another notch in his game, right? And that's when he started to become the best player in the league. And then, probably from the time still that Shaq got traded to then, Kobe was the best player in the league. Exactly. No, nobody was close. Honestly, nobody. And, and you're was comparing close. Devin Booker, dude. So by the time Devin Kobe Booker. was 24, he had three rings, didn't he? Not he three rings and. Was an all star for I think starter. he was like four top. The starter, all-star, starter, yes. Yeah. Devin Booker is an all star reserve, reserve. Exactly, and it's and you will throw the comp the the oh he you know Kobe didn't really have competition at that point, but Kobe didn't need competition because competition I, I feel like needed Kobe's Kobe. comp, bro. <laughs> Kobe had that, two other all star shooting guards on his team. Yep. Eddie Jones was an all-star at that point. Nick Van Exel was an all-star. Like, Dev- like Devin Booker, like, at this point, will he will he beat Donovan Mitchell in all-stars? 
Because we we definitely ain't giving Donovan Mitchell to Kobe. Because I, I shit. <laughs> I, I feel like Donovan Mitchell closer to Kobe than Devin Booker is. I definitely throw the D Wade comparisons out there. No, I definitely, I, I definitely would too. But it, I'm just I saying definitely. the way yeah. that Kobe plays his game. His mentality and how he actually is like a automatic yeah. all star. <laughs> Literally, it won't again. Again, nobody touched Kobe at them. Like yeah, Donovan, Mitch, nobody's like nobody in his area in his in area of the game is touching Donovan Mitchell right now. Like again, Donovan Mitchell has his inconsistencies. Like that's that's not that's un, that's not deniable. Like he he does have his inconsistencies, but when he's on, nobody's he's on. He is like, oh my, he, like fucking hot grease on. Exactly, like Devin and Devin Booker again. As great as he is, he does not have that mindset. Like Devin, like when Devin Booker plays, it's always he, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is very consistent. I will say that Devin Booker is extremely consistent, but he's outside of you know mm-hmm. what he was doing in his early run. He ha- doesn't have that defining moment of his that says, "Oh, that's the guy right there." You know, he could be the next Kobe. Like he's just he's he's just he has the incons- he has the consistency, but he doesn't have the moment like a Donovan Mitchell does. Like when Donovan Mitchell was going crazy in the playoffs. Lakers. Yeah, he had I, I like mean, that was a great play. He that did game, have that get, yeah, great that game. game. Absolutely, closeout yeah. game, forty-seven points, eliminate LeBron. Like yeah, couldn't but, have written, then, couldn't have written it any better. But then from then, and then Kobe comparisons uh, for the rest once of the he playoffs, got compared to Kobe, that it was it, it was just it, down it south from then, bro. It, it ruined him. Chris Paul basically carried might be much, but he was the legitimate, very much the legitimate leader on that team. Once after the Lakers series, yeah, he was the leader of that team. That and DeAndre Ayton shooting like. God percentage percentage like from fucking seventy five percent from the field. exactly, and, and that's a the legitimate seventy five percent too. Like he was shooting mid range shot, like like, get, like you know, average, averaging twenty and ten on seventy five percent. Yeah, like an, a legitimate seventy five percent shooter because he could shoot. He wasn't just catching lobs like DeAndre Jordan did all his career. Like he was oh, like no. a gen, a genuine mid range shooter for his whole career. Or for most of that playoff run, I should say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. But the point is that 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 Devin Booker wasn't that like while he was the guy, he wasn't that guy. That he, he wasn't, wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't that Kobe type of guy. He was still that guy, but he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That, he the, wasn't that guy, that guy that Kobe was. Exactly. Like, and to be honest, I don't think he'll, he'll ever touch that, and that is okay. That is okay if he's yeah, never. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Level. Like if Devin Booker isn't the third best player of all time, it's fine. Nobody <laughs> has to. <live> up there. <laughs> no, absolutely, bro. Because De- Devin like, Booker wasn't even. I mean, what? We'll, we'll, okay, his draft class. Would we say Devin Booker is the best? Ooh, pro- probably just because a that class is per- not not that deep, and b like. He's the only one that's had real success. Right. Like, Cat is probably the second best player in that class, but Cat hasn't had, um, again, hasn't had that moment that's made him a defining guy. 
Like he's had really good seasons. Like he's had great seasons. But he's had but injuries he, after bad coaches and bad teammates, and then injuries God again. Awful. Oh my God! God but I, I I have hope for this next season because Anthony Edwards is no slouch. Exactly. That boy like, shoot, who Anthony Edwards live up to that? I think he has the legit talent to live up to that. Like he can live not, again, not the Kobe. I, 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 I said obviously. this before, but, bro. No, 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 no. I, I, I. Okay, I have a very unpopular opinion. I yeah. feel like I feel like there's two players in the league that have Michael Jordan potential. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards and Jalen Green. I don't hate that, honestly. I don't hate that. The way they're about to redefine really, the way they're about to redefine the shooting guard spot into right back into like not like the shot created shooting guards, but the most like dominant athletic that shooting happens. guards. And and yeah. the, like the just pure jump out the gym shooting guards that could also go shot create and get you a bucket anytime, in in those mid range assassins, bro, they're they're finna mm-hmm. change. The, they're finna you know bring back like what fucking the, the Jordan and Clyde were, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, oh God, you got thirty foot bombs in their games, bro. <laughs> that's that's honest, God ridiculous. The most mind blowing thing about a guy like a Jalen Green, who has everything you can possibly have in an offensive player, including a thirty foot jumper, bro. Like he can shoot See, and, and, from and three. That's, that's why. That's why a lot of people don't realize why I value Zach Levine so much. Because Zach, Zach bro, has that same. He, he has no weaknesses on offense, and he shot he crazy efficient last. Cause you, when you, yeah. all right, let, let's break it down, right? I, all yeah. right, this, this, this gonna be like the last thing, cause I gotta, I gotta go, got practice in the yeah. morning, right? Yeah. But let's, let's, let's break this down, right? Zach mm-hmm. Levine was the best player on a very shitty Bulls team for most, of, like, right? But teams are keen in. He's averaging twenty eight on fifty. 40, 45, and 80 splits. Yeah, like genuinely one of the probably the most efficient score in the league at that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. While while defenses are double teaming him, the Clippers literally put every every single defender on Zach Levine. That one game he had 45 points. Kawhi yeah. guarded him, Paul George guarded him. Pat guarded. Almost... I remember Pat guarded him because I seen uh KLT for Q posted on Twitter. Like he posted Chicago Boy Garden, Chicago Boy. Yeah, I said it. Like I rem- I remember it, Pat Bev Garden, uh Zach Levine. Yeah, hey, so, torching them, bro. Legitimately the best defensive team in the league, and Zach killed them. And I that and it's crazy to think that and, and bro, and I just just think better. just think about how much better he's gonna be next year. With some when, actual he, offensive talent around him, so yeah, yeah. The only thing I question about this team, that team, is well, two things: is the a DeRozan, death, bro. and b they don't have enough consistent shooting out throughout the lineup. Bro, I, 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 I just don't like the way that Demar Derozan fits on that team because he's yeah. not a great shooter. Lonzo Ball, he's, he's an inconsistent like shooter. Uh, yeah. yeah, bro. DeMar DeRozan, you, bro, I think what he has to really do is, like, really lock in on defense yeah. this year. And 
And honestly, if he if he focuses on the defensive side more than the offensive side, I think he'd be a lot better player in Chicago than he would playing his own game. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Like when he was at San Antonio, he was the the guy. He had the ball in his hand every single play. You know, Twenty two. Yeah, like he had he had the ball in his hand every single play. You, it was very obvious that he was the guy there. But in Chicago. He doesn't need to because you have two 25-point-per-game scorers on your team. Alonzo Ball, who is apparently developed into one of the best offensive players ever now. And the pen, the pen, not literally, but I'm saying, like, you see. No, 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 <laughs> like, literally. Because people, yeah, but, okay, Alonzo, he, he, had, he had a very, very, you know, statement season. But people just, yeah. like, just swear that Alonzo is just like, <laughs> Penny Hardaway, like oh my, exactly. like oh, Lalonzo like, can good. shoot. <laughs> I got a mid range now. He he can play like, I, I, bro. The way that 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 Chicago Bulls signing has made Lonzo Ball look. Everybody went from hating Lonzo Ball to Lonzo Ball literally becoming the greatest player of all time. Yeah, like that, and that's that's I've fandom, never seen bro. so much people switch up because of a signing. <laughs> Oh please! Oh, don't, don't get it twisted. We've seen it before. Blake Griffin going to the Brooklyn Nets was easily yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, Because they went from oh Blake, I think Blake Blake doesn't have it in Blake. him anymore. To oh he fit oh he oh, finessed the Pistons. Team. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, they're a super team. Oh, he finessed the Pistons. Oh, look at him dunk a, a wide open rim grazer in the game. Oh my god, he finessed the Pistons. Oh, when you really oh, look yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't forget that. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I remember the first game he had a dunk with the Brooklyn Nets. Everybody went crazy yeah. because he hadn't had a dunk yeah. since 2019. Yeah, but when you look at it, he had a wide open rim grazer against like the Kings or whatever, whoever they played. I think it was like maybe like Philly, whoever, whoever they played that night. They, they had a wide open rim grazer and he allegedly finessed the But once it, but. But once it like, came time to, for him to guard Giannis, who boy, that boy got torched. Oh, my torched. God. Turn around, spin, black tornado. <sighs> exactly. Shack on that nigga. Exactly. Hook shot after hook shot. I'm just sitting there smiling in front of the TV because I'm like, yeah, yeah, Giannis, go ahead and kill that man. Kill that uh, man <laughs> that allegedly finessed the Detroit Pistons. Allegedly finessed the Pistons. Into in finesse them Allegedly. into a second round ex- exit, into a, a, a second round exit. Yeah, couldn't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Imagine exactly. Um, imagine losing to Giannis and Brooke Lopez when you have arguably the three greatest scorers of our generation. Like they are, they are. <laughs> they, like genuinely, the three best scorers of no, our yeah, generation. I'm not, or, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to get into that eight. argument. I I I because yeah. I was about to throw LeBron in there, but I can't. I yeah yeah like LeBron is an I, elite scorer. He just isn't a scorer. That's all. Like he's like I'd yeah, say yeah. a pure scorer. Pass first. Pure scorers. Yeah, he's a pass first player. But a, a pure scorer is three of the best of our generation. Yep, I agree. And <laughs> and they got like I, I don't want to keep you too long, obviously, but I think this is legitimately the last part. But they got worse when you honestly think about it. 
<laughs> the Nets got work. Yes. Uh, that's what they I got think got well. And especially Jeff if Green, the injury bug keeps dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like they lost two of their best like I would say basically role players last yeah. year was Jeff Green and then for before he got hurt, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie, like, yep. Like they anyway, yeah, that the Nets are gonna be worse. Maybe that's Philly's window. Doubt it, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't, yeah. I don't even think don't Philly. That. Yeah. That's probably uh, like I, I'd say more Chicago. Yeah, I could I could see Philly, Philly doesn't Chicago. know where the fuck they either want to trade Ben Simmons or keep the nigga. Yeah. And even if you if you keep him, then you you just lost his trust because now they know that you tried to trade him because we saw the Pacers, not even Philly, the Pacers turned down Malcolm Brogdon in a first round pick for Ben Simmons. Ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking it's jokes. to that point. It's to that point that Ben Simmons has so little trade value. I feel like they need to up his value, like let him have like a, a really good year. And then definitely yeah. trade him. They messed up by asking for like four first round picks for this man. When what and what the GM put out that he was expecting for back for Ben Simmons was complete bullshit. Four first round <laughs> picks in an all star caliber player. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think yeah. I think we should end on that note because that Yeah. Yeah. That that. <laughs> when I heard that, bro, I, I, I saw my phone and I, I was like, I wouldn't even trade three first round picks for Ben Simmons right now, let alone four and an all star, yeah. bro. I, yeah, you um, are tripping <laughs> off your shit, right? Ben Simmons is barely an all star. His damn self. Exactly. Like what? All genuinely, like this is the the like, honest to god, the last part. What all star player you think they were going to get back? If you attach four first round picks, what all alleged all star caliber player are we getting in this? I, I, feel, I feel like the only all star player technically that you could have traded for that is Mike Conley. Yeah, and I wouldn't even probably, give up Mike Conley because at least he can shoot. Yeah, you're not you. You are not putting Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert in the same lineup. Let's be oh honest. Oh God, yeah, that that lineup would get a, maybe stops on defense, but. The but points God, generated, dude, Donovan Mitchell would be crying in the locker room after every fucking game. <laughs> there, there'd right. be no other type of shot creation. Donovan Mitchell is just like, like, like Ben shoot, Rudy shoot. I, I mean, Rudy has nothing outside of five feet within the paint. Like Rudy has no type of mid range. Like, Unless you, he you gets could, a dunk, you could literally, you could literally stand in a restricted area and you're guarding Rudy Gobert perfectly. Yeah, because <laughs> that fan ain't moving the shit on offense. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it right now. Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert on the same offense. Oh, my God. <laughs> that should be the <laughs> highlight of the fucking episode. Um, that's going to be the title, bro. Is Will Ben Simmons coexist with Rudy Gobert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Right. Nah, the Utah Jazz GM would actually have to be like brain dead to. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, and and then just give All away right. their entire future. Four first round picks if Mike Conley, just to see the worst duo in history. 
God. Oh my goodness. I'm not even gonna cap. If two if two K twenty two is worth the damn, I might actually do that as a rebuild. <laughs> I, I I'm actually about to I might try that tomorrow. Like just Honestly, out of curiosity how that would go. Yeah, like if, if because two I knew two K twenty one wasn't worth the damn. That's why I ain't bought it. Oh my god. But was... if two if if two K twenty two is worth half a shit. Not even a whole shit, because I know it's. I know it ain't worth the whole shit. But if it's worth <laughs> half the shit, I might, I might buy just to do that rebuild, or might just buy it on PC or whatever, just to do a re- that rebuild. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not touching 2K22 this year. I don't care. I don't care if it's good. If it's not, I'm yeah. not wasting my money. True. All right, so we're gonna do. I'm gonna do the outro. Why not? I, I don't know. I might let you do the outro. Why not? Uh, all right. All right. That That's it, guys, for the Zay Coleman podcast. I really do appreciate Zay for having me, you know, yep. and letting me on no. there. We found a, a good time, literally the perfect time for this recording to all happen. Had some good conversations just off of improvising, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I don't – I have – my keys in front of me like i don't have anything else but my keys like i don't have no notes and nothing yeah man i i'm literally i'm literally pacing around my room just talking <laughs> basketball yeah that's what's up man hey but not for real that's this my road dog for real that's my homie man nah facts like, bro and we and here's the crazy thing we've been here like hour and a half and this is just straight basketball. Like, we didn't even talk about us. Like, that's the crazy thing. Exactly, that, bro. That's another podcast in that, itself. I'm about to, to say, that, that's another, like, two hours. Yeah, honestly. And especially if it's, like, the boys are around. Like, if it's Ja and Matt in them. That's yeah, like, bro. <laughs> God, that's, like, three hours right there, honestly. But, hey. Because, you know, Matt will say some dumb shit. Oh, yeah. Then we go. Just, yeah. But, we're going to the podcast and just clown <laughs> now nah, I gotta get you on one of those bro like live reactions say hearing Matt say some bullshit oh my god yeah we gotta set that up alright I'm shit I'm like I'd like I'm up for anything bro if it's you know basketball if it's just with the boys you know I'm I'm, I'm up for anything so bet I'm gonna definitely hit your line though alright All right, bro. That's going to cap it off. All right, man. So next time, you know what it is. I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. My boy. All love. All love.